0: With Aleph, handwriting and signatures, We're still on that posuk in Kiteite that we've been for the entire Mesechta. Isn't it quite incredible you've got a volume of the size of Mesechte Gitin with all the Mephoshim that are written on that, volumes and volumes of Meforshim, all to explain one posuk in the Torah. Uh, and, and each part of the Masech, we've been dealing with a different aspect of that, of that verse in the Torah. And here we're dealing with the, where it says that when a man wants to divorce his wife, he must write for her a sefer, a, a story of, uh, of separation, and must give it into her hand. So the role of writing, what, what, is, this, what is the role of writing here? Does it mean that he must give her a document, that this has to be documented? Or does it mean that it must be done with the act of writing? Are we talking about the object, the, the outcome of writing, which is a document? Or are we talking about the action of writing? And, and there are two different things. Uh, the Gemara says back on, on Daf Aleph, and we'll have it again in in the beginning of Masecht Kidushin, where the Gemara says, uh, "What does the word v'chatav mean? And the Gemara says, "It's at the bottom of the first page, page of the of the source sheets, biktivam mitgareshet b'kesef." You might think that since a person gets married with a Kenyan kesef, he gives her a ring under the under the chuppah. Maybe the way of getting divorced is to take the ring back. Or, or to give something else, some kind of a Kinyan. No, we learn from the Torah that She is divorced with k'tiva, with writing, and not with money. The, the wording of that Gemara seems to imply that it's the act of writing. Not the act of giving a ring, but the act of writing a ksuba and handing that ksuba over, over to her, so the action of writing seems to be important. It, it's significant just to notice. I don't think we'll have time to go to, to go into it. But when the Rambam references that Gemara in his opening to Hilchus Gerushin uh, in in uh, in in Perik Aleph uh, in Perik Aleph. The Rambam says, He doesn't say Biktiva, he says Biktav. And that's the difference. That means the Rambam is learning that the Katavla means she's got to have a document. The, the Gemara itself, the way we are understanding the Gemara without the Rambam, is Biktiva Mitgareshet. He has to, there's an action of writing. Writing is important, not just ktav. Not just and the difference between writing and have having something written is is vast. We'll see about it in, in here in, our, in in our discussion around GitHub. but even in our day to day life, it's important that when, when you write something down, you you get a source sheet, sheet. You get a, a source sheet, and I mentioned yesterday how important that is. Um, the uh, uh, and somebody asked where you find the source sheets. Uh, if you look in the on the podcast, if you look in the description, you'll see there's a link. It says sources. You click on the link, and it takes you to the PDF of the sources. On the on the app, there's a separate folder with all the sources uh, in in the folder. On the YouTube, it, I, I don't think that we have a, we have a link yet for for that. But the um, the the sources you have it all written out in front of you. That's very different from when somebody' is writing notes like Ripsender, you write a lot I notice right and and Philip you sometimes go home and write the act of writing even if you don't keep your notes the act of writing does something to one's understanding of what of what's happening you're bringing it down from something very abstract into something that you're articulating in writing and that's why it's good to write down your thoughts it's good to journal it's good to make notes when you, after you've had a meeting with somebody, sometimes you don't make notes at the time because you want to be fully present when you're talking to somebody. You don't want to be distracted by, by notes, but then you, do the, you write notes afterwards. And it's not even for filing away. It's not even to have the notes. It's to write the notes. It's the act of writing that is important in this process of, of, of getting. It's important to write. And, and the latest research shows that it doesn't help typing. Uh, with, with typing, you have, you have the notes. If, so according to the Rambam, that you need a written document, you can write it on a computer. You've got a written document, you've got the source sheets. But the act of k'tiva, that's when you write with a pen. Uh, and, and not only that, but they're discovering that, that cursive writing is more valid than, than printed writing. And we'll see that in our Gemara as well. And they're starting to teach children again in schools how to write, how to write in cursive. Because in, in, in cursive, you really express yourself. In cursive, there's there's fine motor coordination that is a form of body language. Just as when you express yourself with your body language, the way you walk, the way you stand, the way you speak. So when you write, that that's a form of body language. When you print, it's not the same. It's too formal when you print. It's too... Uh, it's too structured. But but cursive writing is freer. And that phtiva, that mitkareshet, that idea of ktiva, of writing something, is to allow yourself just to just to write in in, in a cursive form because it's so it's so valid and so important. There's a lot of research that's being done now on on what we're missing by not having handwriting and reinstituting handwriting into into the school curriculum. Now, our Mishnah says, so what happens if the man wrote a get and there are no witnesses on it? If it's a document that you need, if it's a k'tav, as the Rambam says, um, that, that in Mitkaresh it's you need a written document, then a written document means you've got witnesses. But if it's piktiva, it's the act of writing, what happens if he writes a get himself in his own handwriting? He doesn't use a sheliach. He doesn't use an agent, meaning the sofa, the secretary of the Beisdian who writes. He doesn't tell him to write the get. He writes it himself in his own handwriting. Is that a valid get or isn't it? And our Mishnah says it is a valid get. It's a valid get. Um, it's a get pasul, meaning he should do it again. We don't like that kind of a get. But if he gave a woman a get with no adim on it, only with his own handwriting, The woman takes the get and gets remarried and has a child from the second husband. The child is not a manza, says the Mishnah. The the get works, even though there are no witnesses. And so you see the power of handwriting. And Rashi says, what about Rabbi Meir? You remember right at the beginning of the that we dealt with the Makhlokas, Rabbi Meir, and and Rabbi Elozor, where Rabbi Meir says, Eide you need witnesses on the document. When it says the it means a valid document with witnesses. How does this Mishnah work according to Rabbi Meir? It says Rashi. His own handwriting is like a hundred witnesses. And the understanding of that, there are different people who approach this differently, but as I understand the Rashi, that doesn't mean it's like Kodat Baldin Idim Dami. It's like when, when a, an, an individual himself admits to owing money or whatever, it's as if there are already 100 witnesses. That's not what Rashi is talking about. What Rashi is saying is the purpose of witnesses on a get are simply to tell us that the, that the husband wrote it. Either he wrote it himself or he instructed the sofer of the din to write the get. That's what you need witnesses for. That it's the la. The witnesses say we were there and we saw him instruct the sofer to write this get for this particular wife. We saw, we saw that. That's what the witnesses are for. But if it's in his own handwriting, you don't need witnesses. It is like a hundred witnesses. That what? Not that there was a divorce. That's not the purpose of the witnesses in the get. The purposes of the witnesses in the get is to give evidence that he wrote it. If it's, if it's in his handwriting, you don't need witnesses. You can see his handwriting. Because the Gomorrah knew already that handwriting is unique. And that's why we can do graphology, we can do handwriting analysis, because everybody's handwriting is unique, everybody's handwriting is different. Not only is handwriting different, but your own handwriting differs depending on your mood and what's going on in your life. It's very very immediate. Handwriting tells exactly where you're at as a person at that particular moment. And then Rashi adds, and they, if we don't learn it like Rabbi Meir, then since it's his handwriting, and it says in the Torah, it doesn't say you must write a get and have Adim on it. It says, he must write. This, since he wrote it, this is called, he wrote it. That's what the Torah says. Even if there are no Eide Messiro, according to Rabbi Loza, where you need edim when you hand it over, it's still Midoraisa. It's a good get because he wrote it and he handed it over, and that's what the Torah says you have to do. It's about, it's about writing it. Um, Rashi says in Yevomus, on Daflamid Amud Bezi in Yevomus, he says, He compares this to a mandatory case. If a man writes a document and says, I owe you, he says, I owe uh, so-and-so, I owe X amount of money. That's 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 obligate. You don't need aid him for that. It says, Rashi, the same applies here. And the Rabbeinu Krakash, it's actually historically very interesting because the Ritvo attacks Rashi on this, in, in a sense, um, although... The the Ritvo in in, in Gittin supports Rashi on this. It's, uh, this is one of the proofs that the Ritvo on Mesechta Gittin is not the Ritvo, it's Kr- Krashkash. Uh, and recently, the the Araf Kuk produced the real Ritvo. So we've now got two Ritvo's on on the, on the secta Gitin. We've got the Ritvor, which has always been called the Ritvo, but is in fact the Rabbeinu Krashkash, and we've got the actual Ritvo. and he has a good proof that, that the Ritvo that we have is not really the Ritvo, because there's a contradiction between the Ritvo in Gitin and the Ritvo in, uh, in Yevomus, uh, be that as it may, the, the, the Ritvo also says here, Rabbi Kraschkash also says here, It makes no difference if you're talking about a mandatory starr or you're talking about a get. We, we see that if there is, somebody writes with his own handwriting... What is produced is, is obligating, is obligating. This is all called k'tav And as Rashi says in Yevamot, He's not comparing the two cases of a mandatory document and a get completely because there is a difficult to compare, as, as the Ritvot says. But he is saying you do see from there that a person's handwriting is valid. It's something. It tells you something for sure. And in the case of Gittin, our Mishnah says it's enough because it says v'chatavla, that's all that you need, and the handwriting is defining enough. And, and Re says back on Daf Gimel, Tosphus talks about this Gemara on Pavov, he talks about it back on Daf Gimel in, in Amasechta, and he says, Ein lecha mizu. There is no better signature than a person's handwriting. What is a signature at the end of the day? You write your name. In your own handwriting. Well, if you've written a whole paragraph in your own, own handwriting, that's even better. There's no better signature than your own handwriting, says, says Ri. Uh, and, and the, uh, the Rabbi Sazalman and the Evan explains that that um, because w- w- the role of the edim is she, she, you want to prove that this is the document that the husband wrote. That's all the edim do. And if it's in the husband's handwriting, you don't need aid him because clearly the husband wrote it. Who else could have written in his own, in his own handwriting? And that's why, And all of this is, is built around the Gemara and that Bektiva mitgareshet. what's important is that he writes it. Either he writes it himself or he instructs a, an agent, a sofer to write it, in which case you need aid him. Why do you need aid him? To make sure that we know that this was in fact an agent. This was in fact his intention. That's why you need aid him. But if he writes it on his own, you don't. There's, there's a beautiful run on, on the Riff, on the second page of the source sheets, uh, where the run investigates whether when we say his own handwriting, does it have to be with his own signature as well? Does he have to write the get and sign it? Or he's just writing it enough and the run, and the run proves writing it is enough. Just writing with your own handwriting is a mechayev. If you write an IOU in your own handwriting, it's not that that document is then proof that you owe the money. That document creates the debt. Normally, the debt is created when you borrow money. I borrow money from you and their witnesses. You see, that creates the indebtedness. But if I didn't borrow money from you, I just write, I owe you $1,000. Then that is something you can act on. You can lay, later on take me to Bezdin and claim the hundred dollars, the thousand dollars, even though you never lend me a thousand dollars. Once I've said I owe you thousand dollars, that's a mechayev. That creates the obligation. So we see that handwriting creates. It's a creative force. It can create a hitchayevut in monetary matters, and it can create a get. The, the handwriting itself—it's not the adim that created. So we've got three different kinds of adim. We've got adim in mandatory matters who are used for proof in the event that there's a question. You've got two witnesses that can give evidence. We've got adim in kiddushin, in marriage. The at, at a marriage ceremony, you have adim not for proof. The adim actually are an essential part of the marriage surface. Without adim, there is no kiddushin. The adim are adai kinyan. They create the the act of kiddushin in the in, in the in the state of kiddushin. That's the second kind of adim. And the adim on a get. Are ADIM. And there's a question whether this is linked to mandatory documents or not, but it seems to be a third category of ADIM. Here the ADIM are simply to, here to say that this GET was created by the intention of the husband, and if the husband wrote the GET himself, you don't need ADIM for a GET. That's the mm-hmm. Kiddush of this Mishnah. You don't need ADIM for a get if the husband wrote it, wrote it himself. <laughs> we see from here the, the power of handwriting. and the, the, It's interesting that the, the run goes into the difference, do you need him to sign it as well? There's a difference between signature and handwriting, and we use those differences in graphology today. That where you sign something, you don't sign with a subconscious thought of this has to be legible. Somebody has to be able to read my signature. Because usually when you sign something, they ask you to write your name beneath it in any case. So the purpose of the signature is it's your, it's your mark, it's your stamp. But it doesn't have to be legible. But when you're writing a piece, of a letter, or you're writing a document in your handwriting, you're actually thinking about its legibility. Somebody has to read this. Whether it's you yourself that want to read it later on or somebody else has to read it. So there's a difference between handwriting and signature. Signature is you at your most raw and uh, uh, your, your most raw spontaneous being, just as you are. You're not, you're not thinking about what it looks like so much, although when people design very elaborate signatures, they sometimes are thinking of, the, of their branding. What, what does my signature look like? But the average person signs, he's not signing about what it looks like, he just wants to get the signature done as quickly and as efficiently as possible. But when you write, you're actually expressing the way you engage with the world, the way the world experiences you. So in graphology we use both, we use the signature and the handwriting and we use the difference between the signature and the handwriting. And that's why the run goes into this deep analysis, when you write your own get, do you also have to sign it or not? And the run says, no, even though handwriting is something that you write with legibility in mind, and it's not just a spontaneous self-expression, you're actually forming the letters with intention, nevertheless, every individual forms letters differently. Every individual has his own way of forming the the letters, and therefore the handwriting is sufficient, not so much as proof. Because again, the purpose of the get is biktiva It's not so much that she needs the proof, because afterwards she can she can destroy the get; it doesn't matter. and The get has to be written Lishmo. It's about the writing of the get. It's the act of writing that's important, and the act of giving it over to her. It's not the it's not the act of recording the divorce in writing, it's the act of writing. Because when you write, whatever it is that you're writing takes on a completely different form. And it's a very good habit to get into when you're learning, when you've thought about something, to write it down. Because as you're writing it down, the clarity that comes, the, the new angles that come, the, the, the personal investment in the idea... Is, uh, is is much greater. And that's the idea that we have in uh, in our suga here. Today's shir was sponsored by an anonymous person, so we thank him very much for that, for that sponsorship. Uh, in in learning about handwriting and signatures in the uh, understanding of the Gemara of the Mishnah on Daf of Adalif.